Welcome to the Attraction Project Podcast. I'm your host, Alyssa Wood, and this is a place where we come to get real about our dating and relationship patterns, take control of those narratives, and finally start attracting who we deserve. In this podcast, we're going way beyond the law of attraction, okay? We're not here to get into how to manifest our dream partners overnight. This is a project, a full-on journey, and we're going on it together. So buckle up. In this episode, we're going to be talking about self-love. What is self-love? Why is loving yourself so important? And how can it help to attract the relationships that we want? I believe that we can completely change our lives for the better once we learn to fully accept and appreciate ourselves. And once we cultivate this feeling of love for ourselves, that's when we notice incredible things start to magnetize themselves into our lives. So self-love can be defined in a number of ways, and I'm sure it means different things to different people. So in this episode, you're going to get my take on it. So to me, self-love is when you're in complete acceptance of yourself, and it shows through taking care of your needs and speaking your truth. You notice that that inner dialogue, right, your self-talk is more positive, you self-empathize more, you forgive yourself for your mistakes, and you become at peace with your past. Self-love also shows through loving your body feeling a sense of respect for it. You actually start wanting to eat better and move your body more because you want to take better care of it. And you notice that becomes more of a priority for you. So no longer will you feel obligated to focus more time on your diet and get more exercise. You'll actually want to do these things. And the whole physical aspect of self-love is not a vanity thing. It's not a matter of feeling stuck up or conceited or however some of us can feel when we catch ourselves admiring ourselves more. I really struggled with this, but this really is just a new appreciation for yourself and the body that you're experiencing this crazy life in. So self-love just feels freaking good, and we get reflections of it in so many amazing ways, because if you embody love, you attract people, things, and experiences that align with it and make you feel more of it. When I got into learning about the law of attraction, which was basically my introduction to everything that I talk about on this podcast... I, like many others, when they first discover it, found it in a time of struggle. Some people find it as a result of losing a job, some discover it through trying to get over a breakup or get back with their ex or just find love in general. For me, these struggles included being financially strapped. I was really struggling in a relationship at the time and I wasn't happy with where my career was going. I really didn't even have a career. So I just felt behind on everything in my life and I got into patterns of poorly managing money and taking jobs that I only thought I was capable of working, but didn't actually care about. And this, of course, resulted in quick burnout every time, constantly complaining at and about work, dreading that Monday or the following shift. I'm sure a ton of you have been there or are there. And as far as my relationship at the time, it was just all over the place. Granted, it started in 2020 during the beginning and peak of the pandemic, so a lot of us were picking up on the panic and fear across the globe at the time. But he and I were basically feeding off of each other's wounds and insecurities. And it turns out we both needed to experience that, to learn about ourselves and to heal within ourselves. So my self-worth was really depleting at that time for a lot of reasons. And my finances reflected how I felt in that relationship. There's actually an energetic connection between love and money that I learned about a couple years ago. And it makes sense because a lot of what we feel we lack in both the love and money departments is linked to fear. Fear that we're not worthy of these things. Fear of losing them, so we create ways to almost avoid them or push them away. 
fear of having to manage the responsibility of more money and or a great relationship. Fill in the blanks. What are your fears surrounding these things? And could focusing on the lack of them be causing you to struggle with them even more? Just a little side note. So I was very money and love focused when it came to this stuff and it brought me down a lot of rabbit holes. But then I learned how the law of attraction really works, which is that like attracts like. So in the case of money, the energy that I was giving off was that of desperation, worry, sometimes panic, all tying into what? Fear. I was radiating fear, which attracted more reasons to be afraid, more reasons to worry, more desperation, more panic, followed by more debt and relationship issues. That was a fun year. But in case you didn't hear, money problems cause a lot of stress. And remember, life is a mirror reflection of what we're giving off energetically through our thoughts, emotions, and attitudes. And we're constantly making decisions and attracting things that are in alignment with the energy that we're giving off. Look at it as feedback. You're shooting off a signal. And what you get back in your life experience is feedback for where your energy is at. So after a little while, I started shifting my focus from desperately trying to attract more money and healing the relationship that I was in to going within myself and observing my thoughts, my actions, and my beliefs about myself. I realized that my biggest issue regarding what I was attracting was a lack of love and respect for myself. Once I understood what self-love really is and that it can change every aspect of my life, I jumped right on learning how to do it. I started with small things, like throughout the day, I would start consciously acknowledging little things about myself that I appreciated, even if it was just a dumb joke that I told that day or how my hair was looking. I just started with easy things that could kind of get the ball rolling. And those little things quickly snowballed into being grateful for my body, even parts of it that I used to be insecure about. I started acknowledging and giving myself props for the qualities I bring to the table at my job, at home, as a partner, etc., and just became super conscious of all the awesome things about myself. So let's get into how all of this pertains to attracting love and relationships, because we're unfortunately at a time in history where it's becoming increasingly difficult for us to hold on to long-term relationships. And this can be for many reasons. Past traumas that get in our way, it can be because we watched our parents' relationships and maybe those were unhealthy in some way. It can also be from changes in our society and increased pressure in trying to be better than the next person, so we have trouble being ourselves and being authentic. It could be a fear of scarcity, thinking that there aren't enough fish in the sea, so to speak, and that's causing a lot of people to settle. Whatever it is, a lot of people struggle to find and or stay in relationships. Something that I've noticed that a lot of us do, so no judging, is that we feel like we can't be alone for some reason, so we jump from one relationship to another to avoid being alone. And that implies a few things, but to name a couple of them, it implies lack, and it also implies an inability to enjoy your own company. I've been there. I get it. Some of us are hopeless romantics, and when it doesn't work with someone, we're usually determined to keep trying to find that soulmate. But alongside that, us continuing to try so hard to find the next someone to love us is putting out the energy that we can't make ourselves happy, that we're unable to validate ourselves and that we need the outside world to make us feel a certain type of way. Well, since we reap what we sow, seeking out these relationships with that kind of energy will keep getting you confirmation that you need someone to make you feel complete. But you won't necessarily get that from them. I've mentioned this before, but people can subconsciously pick up on that lack of self-love or self-respect in another person 
and it tends to push them away. And then when we get rejected by them, we just end up wanting them to validate us even more. And so we start chasing them, which makes things worse. Because what happens when you start chasing something instead of allowing it to naturally flow to you? It runs away. You try and force something and you get resistance. Trying to force something like love to come to you will continue to keep it away. Now, let's say you're not chasing someone that you're attracted to. Let's say they're attracted to you back and you get into a relationship with this person. Well, if you never learn to love yourself, on top of having a negative view around relationships, let's say you have a belief around love that suggests it always ends or that you're not worthy of having it forever, so you end up subtly pushing this person away because you have this self-fulfilling prophecy to uphold which suggests that you're not worthy and that your relationships won't last. And because your ego needs to be right about its beliefs, it's gonna find ways for you to sabotage that relationship. This isn't always the case, but it's always better to go within ourselves and heal the patterns and beliefs that we need to heal. It's not an easy road to take, but it gets so much easier and it's so worth it. So I just want to mention one more thing before I sign off here. So if you haven't heard of this, I recommend either getting the book that it's from or you can even just Google it, but it's called The Hawkins Scale of Consciousness. And it's from the book Power Versus Force by David R. Hawkins. And what it is, is it's basically a visual representation of how emotions resonate as a vibrational frequency. So when you look it up on the lower end of the scale, you'll see that it correlates with low vibrational emotions such as shame, fear, and guilt. Then you'll see that the scale starts to ascend, where we're getting into higher vibe emotional energies such as willingness, acceptance, peace, love, joy. So essentially how this guide is used is that you go within yourself, see how you're feeling towards something that you want or something that you're trying to change or heal in your life, what have you. And if you find that you're feeling guilty, shameful, fearful towards that area of your life, you'll receive things that align with those emotions or that energy. So on the higher end of that scale, when you're vibrating at the frequency of love, what do you think you're going to get? Things that align with that energy. Like attracts like. It works either way, good or bad. So when you're resonating with love for yourself, you'll get things and people that confirm that for you. Because not only will your brain be seeking these things out, remember your reticular activating system in your brain seeks out things that align with your inner beliefs. But on top of that, the universe will be moving these components around in your favor to keep validating that inner love that you've cultivated. So like I said, it's not an easy road, but it is so worth it when you start seeing those results. So I think that is where I'm going to leave you guys on self-love for today. This is a topic that's very important to me, so I will be bringing it up again. But I really hope that this was helpful. Don't forget to follow the show if you haven't yet. Leave a review if you're enjoying the podcast so far. Follow me on Instagram at The Attraction Project. And DM me with any episode requests or anything that you guys want to hear me talk about more. So that'll do it for today. Thank you all so, so much for being here. And I'll catch you in the next one.